are you why are you being all squirrely i'm trying to deflate an air mattress how's that going for you it's weird man i'm down on the concrete floor here are you in are you in some sort of a factory it sounds sort like it sounds like, like you've got that. some you've got some people over I, I am the people that are over are there is there actual like traffic are you in the street are you in the street <laughs> i'm in the city what is uh so give me i need more than that where are you <laughs> uh, i'm in salt lake that's not your home anymore you need to let those people go i woke up in a strange uh artist's loft is it a were you in salt a lake. were you in a bathtub filled with ice check for your kidneys <laughs> No, I woke up on an air mattress with that. Uh, I slept all night or all morning, last couple hours with the, um, the sliding glass door to the city open. It must be. I mean, when I went to sleep, it was a beautiful, dark city with, with lights. It's now full of construction workers and various municipal Well, it doesn't, trucks. It, it doesn't sound great. I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't sound great. It sounds like you're in the middle of a fa- like some sort of a construction zone. Well, not right now so much, but you can occasionally you can hear workmen and I and well, I don't I don't have a Wi-Fi connection. No, you're well. You you sound great. You as always. Well, I think. Yeah. Are well, we, I feel great. So uh, do you want to do you want to do this thing? I, I'm if it sounds okay. Yeah, then you I'm sound. good to go. Ah, you're good. I'm just sort of you know rolling. Rolling out of the ether right at the moment. But what are you? What are you doing in Salt Lake? Was it some sort of a party or uh, some sort of event? Are you working? Yeah, no, I come down here to party. <laughs> no, uh, I. Um, <laughs> I actually, yeah, the home's closing, so I had to come down and oh, the old the home. Oh. I've got to go get the sprinkler system up running here in a little bit as soon as this uh, the show's over. So this is the end, is what you're saying? This is the end of the big Christmas and move north, the migration. Could be a, a closed chapter. Well, congratulations. So all, you know, go through. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, uh, I'm eat, I am literally right now, uh, I am drinking coffee and I am eating chocolate icing out of a Tupperware with a spoon. What do you think of that? I haven't done that That's since correct. I was 12. You're like a gluten-free health food fanatic. There is no gluten in this icing. <laughs> okay. As long as there's no gluten, I'm sure it's healthy. My wife would kill me. I, this is why I'm glad she doesn't listen to the show. She's traveling this week. Uh, and so... Um, Tra- traveling to the uh, the center of Oregon? The, yeah, she's in the center of Oregon right now. And uh, and so I, I get to eat icing out of a Tupperware. She shouldn't have left it. I told her, I said, save that icing. And the appropriate answer when I say something like that is always, no, I won't do that because that's bad for you. And you'll eat it with a spoon when I leave. That's what she should say. (laughs) She failed. She totally failed me. This is why people get into serious relationships is so we can count on them not to fail them in their time of need. And this is my time of need. I shouldn't be eating it. I know I shouldn't be eating this. Can't stop. You know, it's, it's, yeah, she has more responsibilities than she realizes, apparently. She is absolutely uh violating the pact she made with me the day we got married sickness and in health well this is sickness icing with a spoon is a sickness and she's gone now did you write those vows yourself or were they just sort of standard i don't know everybody says i I don't know they just they talk you say i do (laughs) 
This <laughs> 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 is. <laughs> the is called. Yeah. Uh, so, are you are you following? Uh, I, is, uh, all right. So I, we got to talk. Can we talk about Facebook? Are you up on Facebook stuff? No. Did they? Are they still around? God, I don't know. I, there's a punchline there, but I, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. I'm going to reach for it. It'll hit me right after there, we finish. I'm trying to think here. I'm searching. Uh, I'm Facebook well. Okay. So last last week we talked about uh, the social sharing thing and how we we both have kind of an issue with the social sharing. Sure. And and so the oversharing, the oversharing, right? And and you know, I I like to think when we're because that we're in sort of this the bubble. This is the the naked marketers bubble. This is you and me. We're in the we're in the bubble by ourselves. And when I finished the show last week, I felt so confident that you know you and I were you know kind of were um, you know I I would be Leo and you would be Kate. Uh, at the front of the Titanic, right, leading the charge. We are the king of the world, right? And I felt like we were kind of part of a, a movement of people who were also sick of, of the oversharing. That's I, so romantic. I felt like that. Uh, and I would say, very romantic. And thought. I would say, Dane, open your eyes. And you would open your eyes and you would, go, you would shudder. You would, ah, oversharing is terrible. And it would be great. It would be great. And, and then I read this article. Which is an update to uh, you know in preparation of their big going public uh, coming out party, their quinceanera, uh, so to speak. Uh, their their uh, that's a, a kind of yeah, a bar, bar mitzvah. You're right over my head. Yeah. So uh, this is when uh, Facebook decides that they're going to update their their new S one filing, which they have to do now to because you know people are watching what them now that they want to go public and their plan is i i think is is next month it's uh kind of the middle of next month uh, they they want to actually be a an official grown-up company and so they release all sorts of new stats and get a load of this now they're up to 901 million monthly active users and 3.2 b- b- billion likes and comments per day per day are you there? I'm. I am here. That's a, like that's. So, I'm even... soaking that one in. I'm remembering when it was a big deal that it was about to hit 350 million, and that just doesn't seem like that long ago. It does and not it seems seem like, like that, long that was ago. big news at the time. Seems like huge news, and so uh, that th- that was just it. Just blows me away. So then, uh, you know, the, part of part of what they uh, are discussing here is is the acquisition of Instagram. Yeah, which still baffles me, actually. Tell me why that baffles you. I think it may actually baffle Facebook. Well, yeah. I mean, the billion-dollar price tag for zero profit and 13 employees. I'm just not (laughs) sure what they got. I know. Are you? So are you on Instagram? Are we following each other on Instagram? No. I mean, I've I've got the app, but I've never used it. It, You know what I mean? It never seemed uh, compelling. It's fascinating. Uh, the, it is just, I mean, you not not that the app is fascinating. I I don't think you're missing much. Uh, I, the Instagram. So, am I right though? Thirteen employees, right? I think I, I actually I'm not I, I don't I'm not clear on. When I hear that an unprofitable Silicon Valley company was purchased for a ton of money, I think maybe it was for the employees. But in this case, I I, I really am not sure, and I haven't even looked into it, so I, I'm not. I don't I don't consider myself well read on the topic, but that uh, well. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like this is this is and this this is I think based on my sort of microcosm of experience, I would say this is true that, um, you know, one of the most that that the sharing ecosystem is built largely around visual media. Right. Like the, the stuff that is mostly shared and mostly commented and liked is. Well, which is the reason that the timeline uh, in, included sort of larger space for. For all of your updates for others to see so that you could include more visual uh i, I don't know more space for your visual updates right i mean that yeah. that, that happened close to a year ago didn't it yeah i think so it wasn't well, like i mean for some people. update but it was something about you know allowing things to like get bigger a, yeah things to get bigger so yeah. if you posted i mean one of the big things was that you know you post images that have text i can't remember what those are called there's a word for that right Images that I, have I'm text. I'm seeing them all the time. Yeah, it's like some cute caption, like a postcard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got the like the your e cards, whatever that get yeah. floated around. Well, and that's the thing. It's yeah. a, a picture with like text on top of it. The LOL cat stuff, sort of. Uh, well, you know, they kind of got that started. But, um, but, but you know what it. So, so we know. I mean, Facebook was pushing toward getting things to be bigger, and I, I wonder, you know, and I think a lot of of sort of the punditry is saying the same thing that that this acquisition is, um, you know, it's all for. Well, all right, this is what where I'm stymied. I, I think it's for the talent and the audience, right? I think Facebook. You think the just, billion dollars is for that? I, I do, and I think I think Facebook just just wrote a check. So that it could be Facebook, Instagram, right, and and they could they could have that no matter what happens. I see the audience, yeah, and but, I'm sure those are a smart thirteen people. But do I have, am I right on the number? How close am I? It's thirteen, right? I, I don't know, but I want to say something else because I really want your take on this, and right? I'm having trouble getting it out. And I'm I, I know I'm well, it's it's like I'm shy. It's like out. I'm shy. Do it. Go. This is a quote. Uh, this is a a a, a quote from. Um, Sternberg, Sternberg, Janet, Janet Sternberg, who's a communications media studies professor at Fordham University, by acquiring Instagram's expertise in mobile data sharing, Facebook can stay at also can stay at the leading edge and help drive innovation in the growing field of advertising for mobile devices. Go. Yeah, no, I, I, I would have if that were reversed. Then it, you know, like who who would question if that statement, if somebody said that and said that applied to Facebook, I would say, yeah, of course, they've got smart people, they get that. Yes, did they have to spend a billion dollars to get a little bit better at that? Just seems well, odd. To well, me. that's the that's the thing I really am curious about. Like, what what uh, they uh, you know, Facebook has some of the most brilliant people. Uh, uh, you know, in in the field that they have either groomed exactly. as longtime employees right. or acquired or hired. I mean, they, they have the most brilliant people in the field whose specialty is in, you know, building businesses around advertising. Well, and, and you and I are smart guys. And I would say a million a year salary I would take. And that, you know, that's just a drop in the bucket to that billion. And they would have both of us in a, for two million. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Well, right. here's the thing. So... That that's the that's that's the first piece. Like I I really I I am totally dubious that Instagram actually brings 
that level of expertise that they're worth a billion dollars. I I can't I can't believe right. that because they are in there there's there's no profit and no advertising in the thing at all. I mean I don't know about the Android app. I don't know if they advertise in the Android, but there's no advertising in the the iPhone app, which is where they started. That's where they built their whole audience. That's the thing. That's what I'm to saying. When you read your, that statement, I think it makes no sense. They didn't have to acquire that. They sort of already have that. They, they have an app that takes perfectly good photos, makes them look crappy, and shares them with your friends. <laughs> That's what their product is. Well, and they have made we're, that in the, fun. we're in the wrong business, Pete. They've made that fun. I have an account. I share occasionally. I mean, I, I usually share the same stuff I'm sharing elsewhere. Uh, and, I, you know, I... I know that there are people who get crazy amounts of of likes and traffic out of that. I don't know how that parlays into anything substantive. But what about creating an app that says make your photos look crappy and just call it that? Crappy app. Crappy app. The crappy photo it's app. Is, it's totally an oops, I crap my pants kind <laughs> of a thing. Thank you, oops, I crap my photo pants. And make it look crappy. That's exactly This is your app. We're, we're so friends. The whole reason I wanted to talk about this is because I want to hear your thoughts on, uh, you know, on the sort of photo ecosystem for brands, because that's everything I'm hearing right now. And I think this Instagram, um, you know, this Instagram uh, purchase has uh, has gotten has finally sort of bubbled up to the surface to to a lot of my clients. I mean, just this morning, I had a client who who forwarded me an email from from um, uh, Contently. Um, which if oh. the contently um, blog, the content strategy blog, and and it's all about you know you, you know making your as a as a brand, making your brand stand out through photography because that's people are realizing that's what people are sharing and and clicking on and engaging in. So how can you use it better for your brand? Okay. And and I I wonder if you haven't uh, given any thought to that. That's a great question, actually. And, and it and... only took us twenty three minutes to get to it. Nice build up. Yeah, 14 and I'm sorry that I, you know, interrupted your train of thought ten times. No, I like interrupted. I off. interrupted my. Train it's, of I'm going to blame it on the frosting, you know, I not am, me. I am. I'm bouncing off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like when I gave my kids cotton candy at Disneyland a couple weeks ago. They they were worthless for two hours after yeah. that. Um, so here's a here's a, a thought. Like, uh, it, I guess as, uh, as you finally funnel it down to your, to your bottom line, uh, things are making more sense. And I'm thinking the billion dollar Instagram purchase, I wonder how much of that coincided with the recent uptick in Pinterest interest, Pinterest interest. All right. Here's an interesting bit of, of interest, an interesting yes. bit of interest. Get ready for this. Um, uh, so, uh, Tim Kendall who was formerly in charge at, of Facebook of the the of building the Facebook uh, business platform right i mean he was his charge was um you mean by facebook business platform well his his charge was helping uh, was was getting facebook to be considered as a business platform like his his whole charge huh. was monetizing did he fail facebook. at that no he actually what did, do you mean? did quite well and facebook you know actually is is you know with nine you're talking about facebook as a business making profit platform yeah i can't remember his okay. actual title i'm going to see if i can find that real quick but but this is you're what not i think businesses using facebook as a platform and uh, yeah yeah well i think probably both of those things hold on a second don't go anywhere uh what was his title that's it's going to make me well anyway the most interesting part of that is that tim kendall who was i mean he was one of those sort of power hitters at facebook um 
is he just moved to Pinterest to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. Director, oh, okay, okay. We don't his, know. his title at Facebook was Director of Monetization. Ooh. That is something I'd like to have on my resume. All right. He was a director of monetization um, d- uh, prior to Facebook, MBA, in- intern project manager. Oh, he was a uh, um, project manager to Amazon.com. He's a Stanford grad. Uh, went straight. He left Stanford, joined uh, Facebook straight away in 2006, and now he's at, at Pinterest. And his, his quote on Pinterest is, you know, this is the most interesting company I've seen since Facebook. it's the most interesting company i've seen since i just increased my paycheck (laughs) by threefold by coming here it is definitely an interesting company so interesting Um, but okay so back to the question about uh the importance of of visualizing your brand i guess like uh photography snapshots for for brand awareness and and business growth is that it did i I'm close, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, what do you? So I mean, what do you brand, tell your beta brand? I think encapsulates that, and doesn't. You know, I don't feel like Facebook is the uh, accelerant, or you know, Pinterest or any other social platform. I feel like beta brand is a great brand that has absolutely, you know, built their their uh, like their growth. I think is you know at least. Uh, whatever 30 or 40 percent it's it's that entire concept of you know customer engagement and and social sharing and and images of you know people wearing the product and it's all whimsical all fits into a a sort of you know the same vibe the same theme the same sort of um characterization i guess Mm -hmm. Uh, and i don't know who filters that sort of like there's a Sort of like the marketing director of beta brand is essentially a filter editor, right? To 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 make sure that all of the images sort of fit a certain feel and uh, and sense of humor, but again, doesn't rely on any one platform to do it other than their website. But you know, but to your question, that's the first thing I think about. Well, you know, I think that that really gets to it. Is that how how can you use visual media to illustrate that your you are fostering and part of a broader community. Well, and again, I think beta brand is for me, the sort of the quintessential example, modern example, current example of that, of a company that, that, that sort of puts everything squarely on that concept. Okay. So beta brand, we love beta brand. They have really, they have great products and, and they're, very, the soft. they're very, they're very fun. Yeah, no, they're fantastic. I've got, I have my wife's badge soft. I've got one on my couch uh, right now. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, but uh, that, that is sort of a unique, that is sort of a unique brand, right? And, and so when I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how you counsel your clients. Well, I haven't uh, done a good job. I'd love to see that. I think that's a fantastic thing to be involved in. I would love every client, current and potential, to be interested in visual sharing of their product. I think that's fantastic. And I haven't had that conversation with any client. Well, that's a terrible, terrible question for me to ask you then. 
Or for me, yeah, you know, I answer. have, I have, I, I have had that conversation. I think we, where, you know, the there's a cultural piece that that sort of gets in the way of of kind of flipping that switch, and that is that you know my clients tend to be in a position of uh, they're run by older. Um, you know, folks who are not in. Well, Pete, come on. Well, they're not even in my generation, right? <laughs> and they're not even in my generation. That means they're old. So dirt. <laughs> that's terrible because it, that's not true. They're not as old as dirt. Old dirt is exceedingly old. Uh, I'm just they're, saying they're, they're like blame it on Rio old. They're, they're blame. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I sort of refer to generations in in Demi Moore terms. Demi Moore is sort of the rings on the tree for me. Anyway, Demi Moore or uh, uh, Dudley Moore. <laughs> well, if you, yeah. I loved yeah, him. I loved him in ten. Uh, oh, Dudley Moore, that Arthur. I loved him in the original uh, Bewitched. Uh, Was it no? Is that that's not Bewitched? even a thing. No, that wasn't him. Not Bewitched. The one with the. Uh, the remake that was done with Brandon Frazier. What's it called? Mm-mm. Anyway, somebody plays the devil and somebody has three wishes or something to that effect. Go ahead. I don't old people. Old I don't, people. Okay, so, so there's a there's a trust yes. issue, right? There, okay, so there's a there's a cultural kind of a trust issue, right? Which is I don't trust my clients to be able to share the message that I have in my head. So why would I want to equip them with a tool? That allows them to take pictures of my product in their use case. Probably just for your own amusement. Well, that, would, that's guess. what I'm saying. I mean, when you look at Betabrand and you look at the, I mean, the customer, uh, you know, community is quite active. And but again, this is what I think is really interesting about what they're doing. It, it, certainly, they get tons of uh, images submitted to them, or ideas, or you know, whatever. But they've held a very. If you go to the Betabrand website. And you browse the products and you spend some time uh, sort of in their, you know, whimsical uh, uh, reality. There's a consistency to the the sense of humor and the feeling and the overall kind of message that they're very obviously trying to convey and, and, and the taste they want to, the taste in your mouth they want to leave you with. But that requires, in my mind, that the marketing director be more of an editor of sorts yes you know more of a director or uh in the cinematic sense or or an editor to say you know this this sort of contributes to what we're trying to trying to leave people with and this doesn't yeah you know i think you i think you just kind of nailed it and that's the that's the new job of of marketing right is that cultivating of the message and i think that gets to what the the that sort of generational awareness is is that at some point you have to let go of the fact that marketing is not so much about just placing advertising but it it's about you know it's about cultivating this message online and that's really where i where i get get into this uh, where where i have difficulty um, actually getting over the hump with with more traditional clients is, you know, we've, we've got to find a way to to change the way we think about where our products exist and how the products are uh, are discussed online and not 
um, you know, and, and work not necessarily out of a place of fear. And I think there's a lot of fear in making the transition into this into this world because it's it's scary for, um, you know, for key uh, players in an organization to suddenly be touchable uh, in, in more social space. Well, and it's, and it's a further evolution, I guess, of the concept of community manager, uh, as you know, so marketing director becomes community manager becomes, I mean, what, what would the title be for this? Where you're, you're, you're sort of, uh, your, your community engagement, but you're, you know, you're, you're sort of, um, trying to promote, an overall image, a visual image of the company through your community mm-hmm. and their contribution, their visual contribution to their experience with your brand. That's a, it's an interesting evolution. It is an interesting evolution. So I, you know, I don't know. Beta brand is a tough, uh, it's a tough model uh, to look at to because they're, they're to replicate because it really is such a unique uh, experience. And I think that's what they did so well is they allowed themselves to just be themselves. And a lot of companies have trouble exactly. doing that. And those are the com- the companies that really work well in this visual. Yeah, doing that I sure they do. themselves. Exactly. And so uh, I, I think once you get to the point where, um, where you realize you are operating in that sort of authentic self and you know who you are as a company, then, then these tools suddenly start to make sense. So it requires confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, okay, so uh, direct confidence. So, how about this? Have you ever considered this concept as a vacation theme? So, you take a vacation, and instead of you know a destination, your vacation concept is a trip back to your life at age fourteen or, or sixteen or twenty-one. I was just going to say, I'll bet I was eating icing out of a Tupperware bag. <laughs> Why? I mean, why about, are you? Just, why are you coming up with that? Where? where well, what you know, should I what do? about like you're going to take seven days to play video games and go to like 3D movies and eat junk food, like all the things that when you were a teenager would have been would have just blown your mind, but now you're an adult and you don't do those things. You haven't fulfilled that fantasy. Yeah. And now you're going to take a week vacation to fulfill all of those adolescent fantasies. I like it. I like it. You know, I was just thinking about this this weekend and I, uh, because, you know, my son turned six and, you know, six is kind of a, a big transition year, right? Is it? <laughs> I thought, yes. Okay. Every, you know, at that age, every year is a transition year. I, yes. I think we've hit, we, it's sort of a milestone because this is where we've moved, where all the, the presents moved from being, you know, decidedly kid things to, Things that are frankly really my speed, personally, me as dad. Like, uh, like now he's gone. He's gone from things that you know. I'm really, you know, I'm I'm playing with him because you know, he's my son and I like playing with my son. To now, I'm playing with him because I like playing with his stuff. Now, now you want to beat him at the game. Now, now we're playing with Avengers, like no, jets and toys, and we have bases. And we have characters and storyline and plot. And that's what we've got going on in my living room. And it is totally... You you are nurturing a nerd. That is fantastic. Good for you. I have every every intention of nurturing a nerd. Are you kidding? (laughs) That could be the biggest gift I could... That is my own brand of immortality. That's That's how I will live forever. 
You are leaving your mark on the planet in a positive way. That's exactly right. <laughs> that is exactly right. I lit. Uh, I I want to see. This is a, this is why I'm glad my parents don't listen to the show. I uh, <laughs> I because they fail. No. <laughs> You're about to call him out. <laughs> no, I uh, I was in my bedroom as a as a wee youth, and and um, uh, you know I was I was a big GI Joe Transformers uh, guy. Like that was me, and it was the original Transformers where they were metal and they actually hurt you. Uh, I had a GI Joe and a GI Jim. Did, did you have the GI Joe when they were still like a foot tall, uh, or or the little the little mini GI Joes, the little guys? No, no, the foot tall. The I, the Barbie doll G.I. Joe's. Yeah, the Barbie G.I. Joe's. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I, I had a whole collection of, of both, and I had, you know, the all the vehicles, you know, the snowcat and the, uh, you know, I had the bases and everything. And, and there was a there was sort of an insurrection in my um, in my bedroom. And, and um, uh, you know, Storm Shadow was kind of leading a, leading a, a, an attack on the ranks of, of <laughs> the rebel. <laughs> what? What the rebel, the rebel transformers? No, this is totally a normal conversation that had for broken, <laughs> that had broken ranks, <laughs> and and it wasn't, uh, it didn't end well because that was also when I discovered uh, fire, and I actually, <laughs> I had like a lighter, and I was, did I, you burn? I literally, I accidentally, no, I in my bedroom, I lit my bed on fire. And what? I, yeah, I did, I lit my bed on fire, and I, I managed to put it out, but uh, I then had oh. to. Yeah, and then I had to turn all the sheets around uh, and and hide it. And so for years, I oh couldn't. My gosh! I couldn't let my mom wash my my bottom sheet uh, because she would see that I had done. So I I became ex really good at changing my own sheets. Holy crap! At that point, because I lit it on fire and it was bright. She still doesn't. They what? don't know. They don't know this. They don't know the truth of this. Oh my god! Yeah, and it was because. Of this, if if the if those transformers had not broken ranks, I wouldn't have had to go after them like that. Your bed on fire, and your parents still don't know. Holy crap! So I um, I took my I took my imaginative play very seriously. <laughs> oh wow! What a revelation! Yeah, it wow. was big, and so that's why I'm I you know I'm trying to hide the you know hide the matches, but I'm definitely we've we've got some serious serious play. Thought there might have been some other reason you didn't want the sheets changed. Was that an appropriately awkward silence? <laughs> I don't know when to. I don't know when to stop. I don't know when to break. It's fun to let those hang sometimes. <laughs> even even <laughs> even when you've got a response, yeah. sometimes just letting sometimes it hang just is it just go fun. Is yeah. All right. Even uh, when you've got a funny quippy <laughs> thing to say. Hey, I just watched the uh, Phoenix Suns pull into the nuclear waste arena here in Salt Lake. That sounds. That sounds like a a, a real attention getter. That's well, a that's a yeah, brand I want to be a part of. Tinted window busts. I've got a I've got a perfect view here of the. It's a it's an important game tonight between the Jazz and the Suns. They win. They're in the playoffs. Are you gonna I'm, Are you staying for the game? Are you there for the game? I have to. My wife doesn't think I am, but uh, I think I am. Mm, marriage is fun. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about on this whole marketing thing? Oh, marketing, marketing, marketing. I don't, I don't know that we do. Unless What's Megan up to, by the way? Can we talk about that on the show? What Megan's up to? Yeah. Megan's doing great. Their show is great. Uh, Cause, yeah. Talk, Cause Talk Radio. 
They're smart. They, I mean, they're really, she is a step up from what we do. Oh, I know that. No, uh, I, <laughs> she, she is, she and Joe she Waters step up in every way, in every way. There's just, there's no, no comparison, totally outclasses us in every way. And, uh, she and that Joe Waters, they get, uh, they get actually, uh, they, they've gone back to the getting guests and they, they interview people oh. that are smarter than they are every week. And they, you know, oh, man. that's she a lot of, a, we miss her. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I sure sure am happy with what we do, though. <laughs> she appropriately cracked that whip, and now it's yeah, not there anymore. Not there anymore. I I do want to say I'm I am noting of interest that that you know Facebook. This back to Facebook. This is I'm still clicking around let's on Facebook. Full circle, and then let's go out. Yeah. All right. I I so I, smart. One of the things that I was thinking about in light of this whole you know oversharing thing is uh, uh, that I am seeing. M- a broader variety of my friends in the liked sponsored ad box than I have ever seen before. Right. It used to be, I, there were like two people who would click like so on every friends are engaging in commercial messaging at a higher rate than they were before. Yes. Now I have no, obviously no hard data to support that. I just, my sort of empirical observation, I'm seeing more friends in uh, connecting with commercial brands than, than I have ever seen before. And that's like in the last, couple oh, I of hope weeks that's enriching your life it used to be just you you know dane likes beta brand <laughs> dane, oh look dane likes beta dane brand likes again flirt. and and look dane likes yogurt that's great <laughs> right dane likes walking shoes and now i now i am seeing the level of connectivity of of people with brands i think that the barriers are just crumbling down and and so i this is what i i believe is the the, yeah, the barrier, barriers of, of uh, privacy and decency and, and, and all things we've come to, to know and respect and familiarize ourselves with about the human experience are just crumbling. And, and, and for better or worse, we're on to a, a new era. I know we really are. And, and I, I don't know what that means. I, I, I makes me uh, makes me just a little bit nervous. But um, the, the bottom... Yeah, I've got, I got a question for you. Yeah. Hey, Devon, what's the name of that plant? Ayahuasca. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Why? Why would I have heard of that? You never have. I'm just wondering what uh, it sounds familiar to me. Why would I have heard of it? Sounds familiar to him. Is there any reference, Devon? Ayahuasca. I don't think it's familiar to you, except that you're from Portland. You may have heard of it. I just thought I'd throw it out there. If if it's uh, you know, it's not familiar to me. It's a new concept for me. I just this whole thing about human evolution and and sort of new social structures and and a, a new, you know, level of awareness has me thinking about ayahuasca. So I, users can ayahuasca, that. I'll Google it. You Google isn't it. Isn't ayahuasca like a, I thought it was a drug. Oh. I thought it was like a mushroom. A smart man. Look at that. He does know what ayahuasca is. Is that what I you're talking about? Are you talking about a psychedelic, like you're trying to yeah. get our users to. How do you know about this? Oh man, I went to school in Boulder, please. All right. Well, I'm just curious. All right. All right. Well, I I want to go back to me. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is what I I'm I'm you know I think those those uh, those social sharing things and people saying yes I'm going to give my email address and my my user account information to these apps I think the barriers are just falling and I think that's the cultural shift we were talking about that that uh, uh, that people are are. You know, oh, this was what it, this was my final point. It's the hip, it's the hypocrisy of uh, of our sort of global culture, which is we talk about how offensive these tools are in taking over our privacy and in sharing everything, oversharing and oversharing and oversharing, 
and yet we still click OK. We still click yes. OK. And, and well, that's is it hypocrisy or is it just uh, uh, dumb? It's just dumb. It, well, <laughs> or I don't know, like an incongruence. Uh, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's sort of uh, cognitive dissonance. Honestly, it's optimism. What it is is it's optimism on the one side, I guess. It's optimism on the one side and, and uh, fear on the other. Yeah. All right. right. I mean, you, you you look around and you say, well, this could all just really go terribly wrong. But yet you contribute and you further it and you forward it because you're optimistic. Is that is that what it, what we're talking about? Optimism? Yes, it is. Of all course right. it is. All right. Well, OK. I, uh, final bit of news. Uh, just while we were talking, Google Drive went live. Uh, you know, we've oh, talked about uh, Dropbox. Uh, uh, Dropbox. Yeah, five gigs for free. It is live nice. and up, and you just have to go there. If you have a Google account and you're signed in to Gmail or something, uh, you can just Yeah, click, how's Dropbox going to compete? Do you see new pricing uh, strategies for them? I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I think uh, it'll be interesting. I, Google Drive is going like to have to. I just don't like the gap between two and a hundred or fifty or whatever it is, two and forty-nine. You know, I it's like a hundred dollar gap, right? No, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's like a hundred bucks a year. But the the bottom line is, Google or, or Dropbox is um, as close to a perfect product as I've I've used. I mean, it's a right. product that never ever fails me, and when I fail it it responds beautifully. Like when I have a client that actually accidentally de deletes, you know, gigs of shared stuff, I go into oh. Dropbox and it's all, I can bring it all back like that. You, you can't like what a momentary nightmare. It, it is. It's a terror. The first time it happens, it's terrifying. But then you realize I am so confident in this service because it has never let me down. Well, so this is where Google fails, though. Right? Yes. Like yes. It's, it's like, hey, five gigs. It all sounds good. And everyone says, well, Google, we trust them. This is going to be fantastic. Of course, we'll all be using it. And then the user experience kind of sucks and people don't pick up on it. And then it just sort of goes away after a while. Well, and here's a, like saying Dropbox has absolute they, they have your respect and, and trust. Yeah. And well, and, and you look at, you know, I think this is where, uh, you, you know, one of the pieces that I like so much about Dropbox is go ahead and try to take your iPad and a Bluetooth keyboard and go to a coffee shop and bring up a Google Doc using any one of the, quote, Google Docs, you know, editing apps like, uh, uh, like you know, Documents to Go HD, you know, try to do something. Uh, because, you know, first of all, just try to edit it in the web interface. That's a I, I freaking dare you not to want to yank your own teeth out. Because you're a big Google Docs guy. Exactly. And look at you. And I fail. so I went to when I went to Boston the, the last, you know, whenever it was the week before last, you know, I, I traveled with only my iPad and a Bluetooth keyboard. And right. I an was, experiment we all should do in addition to an Amish vacation. Well, both of those things we should do. And. And it was it was a nightmare trying to use Google Docs for this purpose. It was a freaking mess. It really was. Wow. It was terrible. The, it, nothing works. Now, I, I go over to my Dropbox app and I click on a on a uh, you know a file and it opens in Pages and I edit it and I have access to all the formatting that I use and you know I use basic formatting. I'm not one of the uh, you know most of the documents when I'm creating on the iPad. It's, you're not fancy. I, I don't. I'm not a fancy. A simple man. I'm, I'm not means. a fancy lad. You know I use the I use the basic kind of headings but it works great or I jump into like I said last week I jump into byword and it's just everything's in iCloud and it just works like I I know what to expect and I never know what to expect with Google Docs on, oh, on mobile so interesting. It's just, and so, so then I go to Google Dropbox Drive got a Google Docs right. if you're so, uh, 
remote. So I go to Google Drive, and the first thing it says is iPad and iPhone access coming soon. Well, all right. So I don't even want to try it mm. until I can't try mobile because I don't really care about it. it. Everything it never. It maybe never. It they never. lie. Google just lies about stuff. When Google apps, when Google, when Google Plus came out, they said, you know, for all of you people who are using Google Plus, uh, uh, you know, on your regular Gmail account, but want to use it on your Google Apps account, you know, like I have my Apps account. That's where all my stuff is. I don't I have. I don't use the regular gmail.com they said it'll be two weeks two weeks from the date of this announcement we will we will have a conversion tool a migration tool it's been months it has been <laughs> six months and there is no word from anybody they just lie because they don't know they just do you, do you don't own any know. google stock by the way none i do not okay i should because then i would sell it <laughs> I and and I love Google stuff. I do. I, a lot of the stuff when it works, it's it works really well. But I have less and less trust, and I go back into these products and I look at the ones that really work for me. And Gmail is the one that works. Everything else <laughs> breaks every time I turn. Gmail around. does work. Gmail is brilliant. Yes, Gmail works great. And, and what all those back end ways that you never just yeah. you never have to worry about. Yeah, You're not like brilliant ways that it moves things forward and exponential, but it, but it, uh, it, it never breaks down. It, and I think their assumption is that mobile has to catch up to how brilliant they are. And, and there is some part of that that I see is, is probably true, that the web experience for Google Docs is great. And if you have a small team that needs to collaborate on document creation or spreadsheets or something that you can publish to the web and edit very, very easily, that is where it really excels. The collaboration stuff really excels in, on, on Google products. And I, there's, you know, there's nothing for that sort of limited feature set that works better in my experience. But man, if you really want to convert uh, and and live in the Google ecosystem, there's way too much that breaks at the fringes that they just don't land squarely. It's like they, they don't stick the landing when they release core products. And and it just takes years and years yeah. to get stuff right. And that's very frustrating. So, but it, uh, And it takes us back to that uh, sort of ongoing kind of Microsoft conversation or, I don't know, Microsoft, Google, where... Uh, you know, it's great that one product or one suite of products can do everything for you, but I think the concept of that is kind of fading in a yeah. sense because you just, you know, like you're saying about Dropbox, well, you know, this isn't a new concept, uh, the idea of having cloud storage and having it integrate with your mobile devices. and But somebody does it exceptionally well, and that's all they do, and you love it. And why not, you know, why not segregate, you know, between companies that do sort of the most important things that, that are the things that, that you need most, you know, five or 10 separate companies that do them well, and you segregate that instead of relying on one brand to solve all those problems for you. Right. Which they just historically haven't ever. Yeah, that's that. I, I guess is the is the issue that that I wonder, I, I wonder, I wonder. So we'll, well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's some, you know they have momentum with the co kind of core set of users for Google Drive, but I'm I am uh, well. Put, I'm put me down. Look at it, but what you're telling me about the uh, lack of integration is kind of dead on arrival for me. It really and and if it's dead on arrival now, are you? Is it going to really be something that you're going to put a notch in your calendar and say, yeah, "Oh, I mean, why did, Google"? Had, I mean, I've heard rumors about this for years. Why can't it be released with the things that matter on release? 
Yeah. Well, like why do they have to beta test? Or, well, you know, and this is it doesn't say anything. Role. It doesn't say anything about beta on this. I mean, it does. I don't. I don't see anywhere it says beta. But that's what's interesting because it's a you know my I, my sort of skeptical kind of cons- conspiracy theorist side of me is saying, well, of course they're gonna they're gonna stall on iOS. They're gonna because they put their engineering resources toward their own their own products, and I wonder what the uh, experience is like on Android. On on the the two Android phones that it will likely work on. We'll just have on. to wonder because we'll never know. Yeah, I, I'll never know. I mean, I, there's some there have been some great articles um, uh, coming out just this last week on um, uh, on the the radical fragmentation that is finally getting under people's skin. Uh, that has always been there, but but the, users uh, are actually in, in, in specifically within Android. Verizon came out this week and and, uh-huh. the, and said, you know what. Uh, and they said publicly, we want to do for Windows Phone what we did for Android. And that means we're going to put a lot of money right, right now toward <laughs> Windows Phone. Sorry, Android. Right. I mean, I, I think that's what they're seeing. And I, I think that, you know, I I, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 bearish on Google Drive and and um, Android right now. So I'm I'm feeling really good about Dropbox. And I see I see no reason to jump ship at this well, point. I would just love to have a, a pricing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I obviously I have to bite the bullet and just do it because uh, I, or what is it? Mobile me is yeah. gone away and I need uh well, either way, I mean, you could, you could go try iCloud, uh, you know, I think iCloud is, is great, but it's that app centric thing. You know, it's like, I, I really like Dropbox because I can see all of my documents and that's, that's the old man Pete. I want to, I want to see my docs. The old man what? The old man Pete, you know, uh, because oh, the I, no. iCloud, <laughs> y- you know, the iCloud assumes... I thought assumes... you said old man Pete, and I thought you were talking about a prostate problem. No, that'll be, uh, that's a show yet to, that have, yet to have. <laughs> that's a podcast a decade yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, future future Pete and future Dane are going to have that conversation. <laughs> Pete and Dane on prostate health. Uh, that's right. Uh, no, I, you know, the assumption for iCloud is that you don't need to see which documents open where, and I don't like that yet. I haven't made that leap. Uh, so anyway, way to to enlighten me as you uh, wrap it up. Yeah, I got nothing else. I've, I'm officially out of steam. Now I actually have to go pass out in my diabetic coma. (laughs) (laughs) You got my best 46 minutes, Dane, my best. Oh, good. Well, the day's more or less over. I'm going to go with <laughs> the sprinkling system. So, good talk. Good talk. Bye. Out.